Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. Ah, I did it. I'm Chris <laughs> Schmidt, and with me is Adam Schmidt. Adam, we've decided we're not going to necessarily call it the Nosebleed Sports Podcast, but I said it anyway. That's okay. It's Nosebleeds are back, bud. We're week uh, 274 or something. Uh, this is... Two, well, yeah, maybe uh, total all the things that we've done. This is 249 or 50, maybe. Might oh, be man, quarter century on this bad boy. Right. Nice. Yeah. Nice. 250 episodes. Congratulations. Um, I say we kick it off. Well, we've got big news today. Adam has a life-changing event that has happened to him. I don't yeah. know what it is. I am, I'm excited. I'm nervous. And uh, in, in all of the fields you can possibly be, I had a, I had a life-changing event happen to me as well. Not, I don't think it was nearly as good as yours, though. Uh, no, yours is, yours is better, I'll bet. But we'll find out. To get there, though, Chris, we got to start out. You are out of town we are doing this remotely we are not together in the same room that's um, right so we couldn't do the same reese's necessarily because i got some new stuff that i haven't seen in stores or anything i had to order them so because of that we are just going with a good old-fashioned reese's big cup and we're just yep. gonna a big cup which is i think collectively our favorite that we've had so far probably oh, yeah and uh, yeah, so we're going to uh, just enjoy that. And while we're chewing, while we're eating this candy late at night, that reminds me that I want to know the, the, the latest update. By the way, you got the Reese's Puffs in your, uh, in your thing, which we've had before. Delicious. Love the puffs in the, in the big cup. I got the regular big cup here. Here she is. Uh, and it's just going gonna, gonna to be like a cooking show. Where I have it, here it is, sealed up in the wrapper. Cooking show, already uh, ready to Whoa, eat. Whoa, already done. Nicely done. Nice. Uh, we already know that we both think these are like 9.9s yep. uh, or maybe 10s on both sides. Um, so I got to tell you. All right. So we talked last week. Last Wednesday, we did the podcast. Um on Thursday, I went to an endontist, endontic, endonto, endotontist. I don't know what it is. I don't know what they call them. Something fancy. I went there. Uh, I knew I had an infection because I had like a golf ball on the side of my face. We talked about that last week. And it was swelling up and it hurt to the touch. I couldn't touch the hairs on my mm. beard. Uh, it was bad. So went to that guy, talked to him. He says he thinks I got a fractured tooth, believes he can fix it. He thinks he can save it, 50-50 chance that he can save it uh, with a root canal. So come home, and I want to say the next day, Friday, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at my face, and it's huge. And there's this little white spot. And I just touch it and it explodes onto uh, my hand, onto my hand. 
I'm talking a full line of pus sits across my thumb as I touched it and doesn't move. Thick, white, nasty pus. And I'm looking and it is, I just touched my face again and it pours out of my face. I'm talking like you were pouring water out of a cup. Now it's got blood mixed in with it. We're, we're like a white, white and red mix just gushing. I call my wife because she's like a Dr. Pimple Popper lover. She's always wanted to pop everything on me. She's up underneath my arm trying to see what I'm doing, trying to record videos. She's got a couple. I'm talking it's pouring out. Oh my I God. lost minimum minimum of a half an ounce of some kind of fluid out of my face and it has not stopped leaking since randomly i just have spots on my shirt i woke up in the middle of the night stuff just all over me i think i might be done i'm gonna try to show you this i don't know if you're gonna be able to see it or not but i've got i'm i've got a hole i've got a hole in the side of my face if you're on the YouTube, if you're on the YouTube, you can you can take a look at this bad boy if it pops up. I don't know. I don't know if you can see it or not. Can you see it? Uh tough to see. I don't know, but I'm looking at a I'm looking on my phone. Okay, yep, I see. Yep, I see it. Yep. There she is. All you're I gotta gonna... do is pick that little scab and drainage it, it's almost gone there's still a little bit in there i can tell it's still a little bigger but there's more to come more to come my friend so i go to the dentist i go i, I had to go yesterday tuesday to get the root canal done and i talked to this guy and he's he's like all right here's what we're gonna do he's very bland very nonchalant right like monotone guy and He's looking in at my face and I said, Hey, I just want to tell you, man. I said, remember I told you that first off, I didn't tell you this part either. First things first, last, last Thursday, when I went to go see him the first time, he couldn't tell how swollen it was. Cause I had a beard, right? Like you can't really tell. And I was like, dude, I said, I said, the big thing is, I said, I think I just need to get on antibiotic, get this to get this infection out of here. Um, and he's like, well, to be honest with you, I don't like uh, prescribing an antibiotic unless I see swelling. I said, but it's a golf ball underneath this beard. He goes, I'd be happy to give you a pain, some pain, prescribe you some pain medicine, but I'm not always big on prescribing an antibiotic. Does that even sound like a normal person, like a doctor in 2023 would say that? Like, I'll give you, I'll give you 90 oxys, but no, no antibiotics for that giant infection on the side of your face couldn't he just feel it uh, he didn't touch me i don't know why but it's probably a good thing anyway so he gives me the he gave it to me i said no to the uh to the to the pain meds i didn't need those i just wanted that in so so i got that so i tell him about the leakage when i come back a week later i tell him about the leakage in my face he stops gives me a look really? And I pull up my hairs on my thing and he goes, I've been doing this for 25 years. 
they told us in dental school that an infection like this could leak out from the front of the face, but I have never seen it. Whoa. Calls his nurse person in. Have you ever seen this before? <laughs> no. She's been with me for 23 years. She's never seen it before. I am a medical marvel. Wow. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. Nice. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. It's disgusting and it's huge. But, uh, yeah, you saw it earlier. Um, later tonight, I will be picking that. And all I got to do is do a little squeeze and it just oh. drip, 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 drip. I'm telling you, I could have filled up half a shot glass with the amount of stuff that came out of my face. And on that note, I'm going to have some chocolate. Remember the story I told last week about throwing up on vacation? <laughs> I feel that way now. Mm-hmm. Really, mm-hmm. really disgusting. Very, very, very disgusting. Um, but I'll send you the video. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> did the did the root canal take? I don't it, like it. it was done yesterday. He said he's got to see me in eight weeks. If it didn't work, he's got to pull it. So that's oh. six hundred dollars tube. I yeah. I got to tell you, you are functioning very well for just having a root canal. And not only that, I called you yesterday, and you are at your daughter's soccer practice tossing baseball with your son. Having gotten a root canal an hour I, later, I mean, I went, it was at 9 a.m. Okay. It like took about an hour, hour and a half. And I was not good, but I was, I was nauseous for some reason. I don't get nauseous. I do oh. get nauseous. I take that back. I get nauseous all the time, but not just from Novocaine mm-hmm. or, you know, the drill and all that. But I didn't feel that great for a while. It took me a little nap, uh, got up, did that. Uh, went to practice. I fought through practice. It hurt. It hurt like hell yesterday. Um, but I wanted to be there. It was their first soccer practice of the year. And I was forcing my son to go outside and not sit in front of a, uh, Xbox. So I got him outside. Uh, we were doing a little, doing some work on some, on some pitching. And, uh, so yeah, I fought through it, but I went to bed at about nine 30 feel great today except for the fact that my tooth feels a little taller than all the other teeth oh said that's normal so that's uh yeah yeah that's uh uncomfortable just just uh-huh. feeling feels different but mm-hmm. hopefully that does the trick and hopefully i mean it's going to take four or five years for the hole that i just saw in your face to heal but that'll never happen i'm gonna it's so big i'm gonna have a scar there forever I'm never going to be able to shave my face again. You know what you should do? You should try to smoke a cigarette through that hole. I probably could. It's about the size of the butt. And the crazy thing is, is where the big hole is, there's another small one right above it that started leaking at one point too. Dude, I was, I look like, I look like, uh, I look like the, the Hoover Dam, just water flowing. You got a, you got an air release valve on that thing, <laughs> like no. a, 
<laughs> like a gas can. <laughs> so the other night, I call my wife up and I'm like, Aaron, come here, come here, come here, come here. This is after I had a bunch of leakage. And I said, listen to this. And I could just squeeze my face and it was going. Oh, it was in the air and pushing it out. That's how big, that's how big it was. The hole. Nasty. I hope you're. Face feels better and it heals, and I think we have to start talking about something else because let's talk about something else. You've got life-changing news, but we oh. are gonna hold on to that. I yeah. want everybody to get back. This is a life-changing event that happened to Adam. I, I have no idea what it is. I don't want to overhype it. I don't want to overhype it because you're gonna be like, I'm, oh no, no, no. I'm overhyping, bro. I this is the tease to keep people listening. They call it for me. Big thing for me. All right. Big thing for Adam. All right. Uh, Before we do that, we're going to switch up the way we do things a little bit. We're going to go into the Mount Rushmore. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mount Rushmore this week was women's soccer. Women's soccer players. We have the, what is it? Is it? It's not the World Cup yet, right? It's the, this is the World Cup. World Cup's going on right now, like I said. And, uh, the U.S. women's team. There's news all over the last two couple days about how awful they are suddenly. But they they're one died. they're one zero oh, and two, one zero oh, and two in pool play. But pool play doesn't matter. Now they're in the tournament, one and out. Okay. Okay. When do they play? They play Sunday. Okay. Uh, um. <clears throat> and they play Sweden. Sweden. Got it. Yeah. All right. So there might be a player to current women's team that make your uh, your Mount Rushmore. There may not. I'll tell you one thing. I, I want to get yours, and I- I'll have you go first. But looking at the lists of the all-time greatest women's soccer players, Almost all of them seem to be in the last 30 years. Well, sure. Women's soccer has only been going on for 30 years. Okay. I I didn't – I guess I didn't realize that. Um, They were only – I guess, yeah, they had to to be allowed to vote first, and then they had to – and then they let them play soccer. I, I don't know when 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 was the first uh, women's World Cup? Yeah, I, I think it was in the eighties. I want to say eighties. Uh, nineteen seventy women's World Cup in Italy. Like I said, nineteen seventy. Um, but the women so, have dominated since the nineties. The U.S. has dominated since the nineties. Yeah. That's right, which is why it's such a big deal that they're one zero and two, or one uh, one and one zero and two, oh one 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 and one zero and two. But didn't they? Oh, the two was two ties. Exactly. For some reason, I'm thinking ties go in the middle. I don't know why that would be. I don't follow any sports you can tie in. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, All right, so let's do this. Your Mount Rushmore of women's soccer players? Well, I got to tell you, um, 
looked at a couple lists just to figure out, you know, who who are the best women soccer players? I don't know. I don't know who half of them are. So, number one, for me, has to be the woman with the most goals in U.S. women soccer ever. Abby Wambach. We've all, Wambach, however you say her name. We've all heard of her. We know Abby. Uh, She uh, played 14 illustrious years with the U.S. women's national team. And you know I got to go with my man's wife, Mia Hamm. Uh, Growing up, I had a much skinnier face with this big old schnoz. There, that's the side. Yeah, that's the no more side of the nose right there. For those of you watching, that's the no more side. This is the okay side. That's the no more side. <laughs> you got an extra lump on there or something? You, you, know, you know how, how women have their, their right or left side that they take their pictures on? That's I've got my I've got my 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 Chris side. Nope, my Chris side and my no more side. Uh, <laughs> but when I had a skinny face, I looked a lot like no more. Um, and then, you know, I don't, I don't remember Carly Lloyd. Uh, she played in the last women's cup. I don't, I don't remember Christine Lilly, but Alex Morgan is going to be on mine. She's got 121 goals. She's killing it. Uh, she's been on the team for the last couple world cups. Uh, all since 2010, she's been on the women's national team, uh, 121 goals, uh, and for the women's team. Uh, and the rest of these people, I don't know. So ex- until you get to Megan Rapino, but I'm not putting Megan Rapino on there, uh, even though she is the heart and soul of this team. She really gets them going on this team. I'm going with Hope Solo, the greatest goalie in U.S. women's history. Hope Solo. I hope mm-hmm. so. I hope. I hope. I hope so. Hope she's on your. Well, I hope list. so. Love. Right. Uh, you have Abby Wambach, you have Mia Hamm, you have Hope Solo. Alex Morgan. Alex Morgan. Alex Morgan. That's your four. Nice. Okay. All right. I'm going to, I mean, this is going to be a big wrench thrown in this thing then. You, uh, you selected all United States of America citizens. Yeah. I don't know any other people. Okay. <clears throat> so. I can't wait to hear the four people you put on your Mount Rushmore. And I want to know if you ever knew who they were before you looked them up. Well, the answer to that's no. <laughs> we'll start with Abby Wambach. I've got her on there. Most goals. Easy number one for me is also is Mia Hamm. Uh, for the same reason. You were, uh, I mean, you got me into the Red Sox back in the day. You were a huge, huge Nomar guy, and we went up and got to go to a game during that era, and that was super cool time. By the way, by the way, one of the greatest stories of all time, I don't know if we've ever told it on this podcast or not, drive to Boston, you, me, and your brother, Joey. Yep. We had a really good trip, really. We went to to, uh, Cooperstown as well. Right. So go to Boston. We do the ballpark tour beforehand. This is in 1998. Sorry, 2002. <laughs> 2002? Yeah. They won, the World Series. they won the World Series in 04. 
This is when the Red Sox Yankees uh, rivalry was as big as it ever got. It is when uh, it is when the Red Sox were as good as they ever were before they won the World Series. And they were selling out every single game. Adam and I and Joey go to there to do the ballpark tour. That's fun. Then we go to the box office. The ballpark tour is a whole nother story. We go to the box office. And they're, they're sold out. All you can get day of is standing room only and obstructed view. And we got obstructed view seats. And this lady was so nice. And she said, it's, what was it, 12 rows back? Something like that. It was close. We were 12 rows behind third base. They just, instead of having an aisle way, stuck an extra row of seats in there. So you actually had more leg room than anybody else. But in between innings, you get one or two people that walk across your aisle. No big deal. It was phenomenal. I got to see Nomar. I got to see Miguel Tejada. By the way, Miguel Tejada to this day, fastest hands I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, they were playing the the Oakland A's, who were uh, like the next best team in the American League at that time. They were that, that was the they, that's the same year that the book was written. The uh, wasn't that the same year that. Or maybe it was right after. Maybe it was the year after they won that twenty straight games in the in the Billy Bean Moneyball book was written about. I think after, yep. Yeah. Because that was the year they won twenty straight games, wasn't it? Oh, two. Oh, so it was the same year. That's that's the that book is based off of that that run. Yeah. Yeah. Got Hattieberg and and Miguel Tejada and the whole the whole deal. Yeah. So anyway, uh, just throwing that out there real quick. Great story. Um, awesome story. Yeah, those obstructed view seats were, I want to say they were, for some reason, 55 bucks sticks in my mind, which really? was, yeah, I, I feel like they were 50 or 55 bucks. Um, but it did work did out. I, have, I don't know how I had that much money. Yeah, I, 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 we, I remember us having to make a decision. Cause back, cause you guys were 18, I was 20 or whatever, 21. Yeah. Um, 20. And so we had to decide I, if we were going to get a hotel room or if we were going to stay, if we were going to go to the Red Sox game. So we right. slept in a car. Yeah, we did. We so, did sleep in a car one time. We did. We did. Coming home, we did. Um, yeah, that was awesome. I, those seats were incredible. It, Adam and, didn't have cruise control. <laughs> we drove to Boston and New York with no cruise control. Joey's in the back seat trying to sleep, irritated as all get out because Adam <laughs> is a little bit of gas, a little less gas, a little bit of gas, a little less gas, a little bit of gas. How does Terrible. that car have cruise control? How did cars not have cruise control? I don't know. I remember rolling the windows down because we were all so tired, blaring uh, Green Day, trying to stay awake. As we were driving down the road, where all of a sudden Adam hits the hits those little uh, the, the 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 rumble strips on the side, and we both look at each other like, "Oh crap!" We both fell asleep. <laughs> I mean, those things guided us home. Bridges, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's no joke. Uh, okay, and then we yeah, and then you're right. That's why we stopped at a, a rest area and slept for a few hours. Uh, which is exactly where murders happen. So, <laughs> well, one that we know of. <laughs> um, that was such a fun trip. 
What were we talking about? Yes, Mia Ham. There's no more Garcia Parks left. Mia Ham's on my list. I have Abby Wambach. I have Mia Ham. I have Birgit Prinz, who is from Germany. Um, and she, I, 90s, I want to say, 90s, 2000s. Um, and she was, she's, I, I read a little tiny thing about her. She was like, you know, the best player in the world for a few years. 282 goals in 282. I wrote down games, but I realized they're called matches. So I'm going to say 282 goals in 282 matches. Don't, don't let those people, don't let them get the best of you. It's a game. <clears throat> well, um, I mean, she was real good on the pitch. So <laughs> that lady from Germany. And then lastly, uh, a young gal who is, I think, in her later 30s now, still playing, from what I understand, uh, but considered possibly the greatest women's soccer player to ever live, just goes by Marta. Oh. Marta. Wow. From Brazil. So you've got an Ichiro on our hands. We've got an Ichiro, and she's from Brazil, and which reminds me of the greatest male soccer player. I mean, nobody says that anymore because everybody says Messi is, but, uh, but Pele was from Brazil, had one name basically that we know him by. This is mm -hmm. Mark. Was Pele his last name or first name? It was his name. It was his name. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Oh, well, that's good. Anyway, I had to throw a couple in there because they were on these lists, and I'm like, hey, look, if they were all time greats, I got to throw them on there. Hey, good for you. Good for you for doing more research than uh, than I did. Way to go. I don't know if I did. I looked at one list. <laughs> number one on that list. The uh, Burgett Prince was number three. The old Virgin Prince. It's one of my favorite people. She's sounds like a per, sounds like a, a like a male. Doesn't sound like a female's name. <clears throat> Birgit, Birgit, Birgit. Hmm. B with a B with a B. Oh, I thought it was a V, like Virgil. No, it, it kind of looks like Bridget, but the I and the the first I and R are switched. So, um, got. It. Anyway, I feel like I should be able to pronounce that because I took German in high school, but that was 57 years ago. How many years did you do in German? Did you do two? I did two. Boy, did I yeah. do two. Heck out of there. I got. I did three in French. The joke was that uh, Mr. Rosen used one pen, one red pen for my test and one red pen for the rest of the class. <laughs> Somehow I always got an 85. Wow. The whole paper would be red, but I got an 85. No idea. Good for you, Mr. Rosen. Sweet, sweet fella. Yes, he is. Uh, RIP? Anyway. No. no. Still around? Maybe. maybe? No. Maybe? I think he's still I, around. I, I thought he was I thought he was taking a snooze, but I... I, I, I hope not. I hope I not, too. And even though, even though you had to have an 85 to get out of the exam, I was the only one in French three, French three and four were the same class. I was the only one that had an 84. 
Oh. He, I was the only one that had to take the exam. It was two and a half hours. It took me 25 minutes to take the test. And he made me stay there the entire time by myself in the classroom. What, I turned it in, started packing my stuff up, stood up. And he was like, oh, no, 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 no. The, the exam's two and a half hours. And I was like, okay. <laughs> he graded it, gave it back to me, knew what my grade was, and I had to sit there for another hour and a half. Oh, my gosh. That was the one time Mr. Rosen was not the coolest teacher I ever had. I was going to say, do you want to revise your statement about him being I, so I loved Mr. Rosen. He was awesome, except for I, one day. You know, one day. Maybe he was having a bad day. I don't know. I, I'm, not, I, I'm, not, I'm not judging a guy on one day. If I'm him and I have one student in my classroom for two and a half hours, I want that student out of there as soon as I can. I just did what I did mostly in French class, and I just slept. Slept, yeah. Yep. And he used yep. to fall asleep and he'd take that giant hand he had, dude, his yeah. palms, his one index finger was the size of two of my fingers. And he would slam it down on my desk and never stop talking. He'd just be talking in French and teaching the class, walk over to my desk, slam my desk, and I'd jump up. And he just never stopped. He never drew, never drew any attention except for the slam of the hand. You should have told him you were sleeping in French. Oh, that was the greatest thing ever. We played Monopoly in French. Played oh, no. Monopoly. I've told the story before, right? How do you say Monopoly in French? Uh, Monopoly. Yeah. So <laughs> we're playing Monopoly in French class. And the thing is, so there's like four different games. So that's what we did for like two weeks. You, you would come back and you would restart, restart the game. But not restart it, but start from where you were. And there's four guys on each board. And the whole class, you had to speak in French the entire time you were playing. So you know how, you know, but there's, there's five or six games of Monopoly going on in the classroom. Like, it's so much gibberish. Nobody can hear anything. So, but this one time, Guy rolled doubles three times. And you know what happens when you roll doubles three times? You go straight to jail. So he <laughs> rolled doubles three times. And everyone in class decides that's the moment that no one's going to say a word. And I look at that dude and I go, sucks a to be you, eh? <laughs> <laughs> right when everyone in class is quiet. And we're supposed to be speaking French the whole time, but that's how I spoke French. I just threw an A at the end of it. <laughs> and Mr. Rosen gave me one of these. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had Mr. Rosen for uh, homeroom one year. He was a nice man. He's a very nice guy. Very nice guy. When he got irritated, he was a little scary. But uh -huh. uh, didn't happen very often. Good. Good. Oh, man. All right, Chris. I got to tell you, something happened the other day. It's time. It's uh, it, it, it was. I, we are. I think we're both this way. I, I'm really, really nostalgic about the times we grew up. Right. Sure. 80, 80s and 90s stuff, specifically our childhood, 
the you know wrestling and the baseball cards and all the stuff i still spend time with that stuff because i i it brings me joy right yes time so much fun to do all that stuff um a huge 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 part of my childhood was peewee herman uh you're the look on your face makes it look to me like you do not know that Paul Rubens has passed away. No. Paul, it's been two days. Two days. I can't believe you haven't heard. Um, well, you're not. Pee Wee Herman's dead? Pee Wee Herman's dead. Oh, that's so sad. I'm so, so confused on why this is a life-changing event for you. Because he was everything. I mean, my favorite movie of all time is still at 41 years old. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Scariest movie of my life. Scariest, scariest movie, really. movie of my childhood. Absolute <laughs> scariest movie of my childhood. Oh. Large, Marge, Large Marge is the scariest human being that the, the ghost or whatever she was, monster, to ever live or die yep. or be in a terrible truck accident. Right. And when I, they, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, or I said worst accident I ever seen. It <laughs> <laughs> went pulled the something mangled body from the wreckage. The face looked a little bit like this. <laughs> Scariest right. moment of my life as a child. To this day, I dream of it. I have nightmares of that exact mo of that scene. <laughs> Loved Pee-wee. Had a rubber band ball. Always oh, had yeah. a rubber band ball. Uh, but love Pee Wee Herman. Love Pee Wee Herman's Playhouse. Pee Wee's Big Adventure scared me to death. Yeah, Pee Wee's Playhouse adult version on whatever that came out after he got in trouble and all that, just as funny. He it was it was a Broadway show that um, or a theater show that they actually did before Pee Wee's Playhouse. So. And it came out on HBO and it was out. I, I didn't see it until afterward. Or maybe they, maybe they did another one too, after that too, when he came yeah, back. Because uh, who died, uh, that was on the radio, the comedy with the radio show. What was it? Phil, Phil Hart was in it. Yeah. Yep. He was Captain he was Carl. Yeah. Captain Carl, nasty sales or sailor. You're right. Yep. Um, so anyway, Love, love. I, I, I've got to find the picture. I'm sure it's in a photo album at my dad's house somewhere of me dressed as Pee Wee Herman when I was a kid. <clears throat> at least one year. I think I did it a couple years for Halloween. Got to find that picture. Um, but anyway, it was just the last two days. All I've done is watched and liked TikTok videos that people are posting of everything the guy's done. I mean, I've, I've, I've seen in the oh, last everything, huh? I mean, everything that he's done, not yeah. everything. Like that. Yeah, that was a little weird when he got long hair and it was, yeah, he might, they must've been off for a while from shooting uh peewee. Cause he, he was, was uh, it was one of those, one of those, uh, they like, you could like go to a movie theater and watch a porno or something. Right. Yeah. There was a specific theater for that. Yeah. Could you imagine going to a theater with a bunch of men 
and watching a pornography. Yeah, I mean, he was there by himself, but no, oh, he was I, by he, I think there might have been other people in the theater, but he went by himself. I mean, no, he, no, no, no. that's what I'm saying. I mean, oh. Who goes with somebody? I'm not being like, oh, yo, go check I out. See. The <laughs> I imagine, I imagine there's you know, space. Debbie does Dallas. Like you can in a place like that. You got four cold people in cor- the cor- four corners, and then you got like spaced out perfectly in the row. <laughs> no, that was uh, unfortunate. Everybody's shoulders just keep shrugging. <laughs> <laughs> From laughing, that's why they're just laughing at. Me. Yep. Um, yeah, weird time, weird time. I've seen there were a few posts of people talking about that too. Uh, but for the most part, everybody loved the guy. And he was a big-time co- comedy comedic actor. I mean, he was a comedian. He did stand-up for a little bit. He was uh, really? Yeah, he was a big improv actor. Uh, he went to, um, was, it, was it UCB? One of the, one of the huge improv troops. Um, and he was, in, he was in with some of the, with like, I, I think that might have been where he met Phil Hartman. And like two or three other like comedy icons that started in improv, he was in those same classes with the with those people. And everybody talks; those people always talk about how amazing he was, how funny he was, and uh, yeah, he did a lot of stuff. He was in the when he started that character, like in the early '80s. He was going on David Letterman when Letterman was first on Young David. Yeah. And he did some just he was off the wall and Letterman's like half the time he's confused, half the time he's uncomfortable, half the time he's just laughing because he doesn't know what to do with this guy. And he, It was I'm, I'm going to have to go back to some of those. I've never I don't remember that. play. Pee Wee's Playhouse was uh, was awesome. Awesome. Um, and I, I still see clips and stuff all the time. Uh, and my, my so my brother introduced Pee Wee's Playhouse like last year to his kids. Oh, so they, really? Yeah, they they watched some of it and they liked it. Mikalika high, Mikahani ho. Yeah, Mikalika high, Mikahani ho. Jambi. Um. Anyway, yeah, a lot of and you know there have been a lot of a lot of really cool things that people have posted like s- stories about. The, the show like creating that show and people that were involved in it and stuff like that just <clears throat> that's unfortunately when somebody you are a fan of dies that's kind of like a fun part with social media now is like there's all that like everybody talks about it for a little bit how old was it 70 holy cow 70 years old and here's the thing so everybody's always like curious at least i am always curious about the cause of the death right and they're doing a much better job now of not always putting that in because if if it's a violation of privacy they're not going to put it in there but it came out pretty much right away he did the same thing that um that uh norm mcdonald did so he had for six years he had cancer and didn't tell anybody so he he died of cancer and nobody knew about it except for like his a few close. yeah 
So anyway, that's uh, that's what happened. And apparently he was he knew he was going. So he started calling people, his friends and, you know, comedians and stuff like that. And and was kind of saying his goodbyes and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, that's my big news. I told you it was going to be disappointing, but uh, that's life changing. It's huge for me, man. I, I Paul Rubens was so, so you're so you were so excited about it. I never would have guessed that somebody had died. Yeah, I I mean I wasn't excited. I was you're, just like this excited about the fact that you got to see that it they brought back memories and it brought back all of this stuff. Nostalgia. That, part, that part's been great. That part has been great. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's and hopefully I it keeps going on because you know like once you hit like on a TikTok video, you just that's all you get. <laughs> so that's what, the last two nights I just been watching Pee Wee stuff. Nice. Oh Pee- man, I just been watching Pee Wee stuff. That's uh, <laughs> that's quote of the Please. day, there, bud. That's quote of the day. Pee Wee stuff sounds like the title of the episode. Sounds sounds like what uh, he got arrested for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, some of us pretend like that didn't happen. I um, know. <laughs> I can tell. That's the one thing I remember about Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> That large Marge in his rubber band. You know, you know, what's funny is so the scene happens, the large Marge scene, she drops him off, right? He he walks into this bar that she drops him off in front of or this restaurant. Yep. And he walks in, and last thing she says to him is, be sure and tell him large Marge sent you. Yep. He he walks into that place, looks around for a second. And just out loud to nobody says, Large Marge sent me. And you hear spoons dropping and everything <laughs> looks. And uh, and then the guy's and then the guy starts his whole thing and he like yeah. kind of repeats her thing. And then yeah, it's it pans, on the wall, right? pans over to the plaque on the wall of her, right? So it has the dates of her her born and death dates on it. <clears throat> In my calendar. Recurring every single year is Large Marge's birthday and death date. That that comes up every single year. <clears throat> you, my Just, friend, this is life changing for you. Yeah, I can quote the entire movie. Um, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch both. I'm gonna watch all three because I because I'm gonna I gotta go watch back go back and watch Big Top Pee Wee, which was the second movie, um, right. and then. The one that he he released like six or seven years ago, which is also it's, really good. It's called Big Top Peewee. Big Top Peewee. He's, he goes to the circus. He joins the circus. Yeah, but if you think about it. <laughs> what? Big Top. The, the, the circus. The top. The Big Top from the circus. <laughs> that didn't mean that back then. This was the this That was like that came out in like 1990. It's called Big Top Pee Wee. <laughs> I guarantee you. I guarantee you. There are plenty of gay videos out there that you can watch <laughs> called Big Pee Wee. <laughs> Maybe well, if you go watch the movie, you will I'm not think. Of- I'm scared to that in to look for it. <laughs> what's going to come up? Big Top Pee Wee movie is what you got to type in. Okay. 
Okay, maybe it did. I don't know. Even better. Give me an hour and 25 minutes of it. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, did I you, had speaking to Speaking of that, about- did, you hear, did you hear about Fly Soldier? No. Do you know Fly Soldier? Uh, I feel like I probably have heard the name. It's He's another one. of boys. He's one of whose boys? The Island Boys. Oh, the I- oh, that's what I've heard. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so- the Island Boys. Those, those, those uh, normal white boys yeah. came out. Came out. He uh, came out as gay. He's gay now. Came out of the closet. But he said he's only top. He's only top. That's it. Because that's how he rolls. So he said in his in his coming out video, he says like four times. Make sure everybody knows. Yeah, but you know how, how we do. I'm only a top. That's it. So is they're brothers, right? Yeah. Okay. So he's gay, but his brother's not. I mean, as of right now, what's the what's the other one's name? Uh, Fly Soldier and something. I don't know. We'll we get. Uh, we'll come back. We'll come back. Well, okay. Okay. Well, you know, I look. Congratulations to that guy. To that. To that. Young just man. when you kept saying Big Top Pee Wee, that's the first thing I thought of because that just happened the other day. Kodiak Red. <laughs> Kodiak Red. Kodiak Red and Fly Soldier. Yeah. Oh boy. Those guys are really something. Yep. Yes, they they are. Listen, Big Top Pee Wee, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. And what's the third one? I can't wait. Um, Oh, oh, uh, I think it's like Pee Wee's Big Vacation or Big Vacation. Something like that. Uh, I can't okay. Right now. Something about vacation. I'll, I'm sure I'll be able to find it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch all three. I mean, I've, I've watched Pee-wee's Big Adventure in the last year, for sure. What's, um, his, real, what's his real name? Paul Rubens. Yep. The great Paul Rubens. R.I.P. So that was our... Uh, <clears throat> We brought back our dearly departed segment. Dearly departed. Yes. Dearly departed. Uh, yep. Paul Rubens. There you go. Speaking of Paul Rubens, you know, kind of like almost kind of sounds like him. No. Mark Norman. Mark Norman yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they almost even see a little bit of a resemblance, maybe like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely. 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 Good call. And uh, and we watched Mr. Norman. We yes, watched we his, his new his new Netflix special. Um, Soup to nuts. Soup to nuts. I've got so many notes on this page. They're blending together. Holy smokes. After uh, after giving up 20 runs last night to the Chicago Cubs, the Reds have given up 16 tonight. That would be 36 30. runs. Six runs in two games. Mm-hmm. And it ain't is it over? It's, it's over. over. Wow. It's over. Somehow Game. Buck Farmer got stuck with the loss. I'm sure he didn't deserve it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But uh just that's a team to the to a to an entire pitching staff. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I don't know what happened. See, like, they just left Blake Lively out there to die. They said, yeah, well, I don't really care. You're going four innings tonight no matter what. Sorry, bud. They used six pitchers the night before, I think, and uh, six, I think, bullpen pitchers the night before. It's You almost have to. It's, I mean, I don't know. I, they must have used a bunch tonight, too. So who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? Not good. Hopefully they have an off day tomorrow. I haven't looked, but Mark Norman. Mark, Mark Norman. Norman. Red should have traded for, for Mark Norman at the trade deadline. They didn't do it. Instead, Mark Norman is in was in Chicago, uh, funny enough, uh, for his special. Yep. So, and uh, here we go. How do you go like ahead. it? I want, want you, to, to, uh, you, you, I want you to go ahead. You got all the notes on it. I want to hear what your thoughts are. <clears throat> Number one, just going to be totally honest. I am biased when it comes to Mark Norman. He's one of my favorites. Um, so I was just going to be like, this is just going to be awesome. And almost no matter what, it's probably going to be good for me. That's pretty much what happened. <laughs> but I did really like it. I did really like it. He's he's definitely got a style. A, a lot of people will joke about the same things, the same themes, uh, topics. But he has his own style, I feel like. Um, he's just, first of all, fast-paced, at least in this set. Yeah. Joke after joke after joke. He doesn't leave a whole lot of now he kind of like slowed down and it almost seemed like relaxed a little bit more as the as the thing went on. But he was going full speed for a while in this thing. Did it did it seem to you like the crowd wasn't into it that much? Like some of his jokes, like the jokes I laughed the hardest at were the jokes that got like a Ooh, like a like a different sound from the audience. And I was cracking up at those jokes. Yeah. He he's been talking, he's on a million podcasts a week, and, and I watch almost all of them. So he's been talking about it for a while. And he's he's been saying before it came out, he's like, I got some this some of the darkest stuff I've ever done here. This is some I, I say a lot of stuff in this thing. I'm actually nervous about how it's gonna be taken. Um so Probably some of that stuff, yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I, I yes, I, I I remember seeing some jokes and not hearing the kind of laughter that I thought I would hear from the crowd. Um, but he's really, really good, man. He's really good at writing jokes, at coming up with them. He talks all the time about the whole process of working jokes out and in fixing this little word here and this word here and. And, and trying it, you know, it, it works differently. The same joke works different at this kind of room and this kind of room and this town. And so he's really big. Go, on to YouTube. Go to his YouTube. He's got a few different videos that show him working on a specific joke, the cigarette joke. There's one. The one video I watched was the progression of the cigarette joke and, and how it progressed throughout a certain amount of time up until the actual taping. It's pretty cool. I love that. I, I, I haven't seen that. I got to see that. Love it. Um, he's the king of analogies. He loves to compare two things. Yes. 
you know, this person, you know, a, a woman says this, this, but that's like a man saying this, you know, so-and-so. Um, he's loves an analogy. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. I, I don't think you should drink on an empty stomach. That was so good. That was so good. Uh, <laughs> say out Let's... loud what the what the what that was about <laughs> but you got to go watch it and then another thing i'm not going to say what he's talking about here but farts a wacky cousin <laughs> 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 that was one of my gotta... favorite lines of the whole thing you got to watch it and check that out um <laughs> uh the, the right wing weather versus the left wing weather like that was good that was great too um I, that's really all I wrote down, but he, I, almost every joke, I'm like, ah, oh, that's good. Even if I didn't laugh hard at it, I'm like, man, that's good. He's so good. Yeah. So that was my thing was I, I didn't, I didn't laugh at a ton of it. A lot of it. I mean, like it I'm not saying any of it was bad. It was good. I love the whole thing. And it was funny. The whole thing was funny, but I mean, I laughed hard at a few things, but I, I didn't laugh throughout it. A lot of it were just kind of little smirks as I was as I was listening or whatever. But no, I, I totally agree with you. I think it was a great, I think it was a great um I would whew, I would definitely suggest anybody to watch this. And this is the one though, but if you can't take a joke, if you can't realize that this is all just humor and that he's he's making light of really, really really uh, 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 pressure point subjects, mm -hmm. then don't watch it because you're yeah. going to hate it. You're going to hate it. But if you don't mind laughing at those kind of things and he's going to go both ways, he's going to make a joke about right wing, left wing, things that people agree on, things that people don't, black, white, racism, abortions, you name it. He's going to crack a joke about it. And he does it. I think. And then he always explains it. That's what you were talking about. The analogies. He's so good at taking those hot button topics, making an analogy to make you go, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Kind of yep. right there. <laughs> yep. Yep. He does make you think about it. The um, whole thing. How he grew up in a predominantly, uh, black neighborhood or whatever and he's got you know and he has his friend you know he's like it's harder now for me to talk to my friends than it was back then <laughs> i like <laughs> that's fun yeah uh really good i i liked it a lot um and i gave it a 4.5 i gave it a 4.0 4.0 nice all right 4.0 uh, our, what do you think? We, we pick a couple of things for next week. So not next week because you are on vacation next week. I will be in Panama, uh, next week. And, um, wait, 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 there's a, I think there's a country and there's a city city. Florida. city. Okay. I'll be in Florida. I'll be in Florida. Um, yeah. I'll be Florida. in Florida. Okay. One more thing though. I had written down that I wanted to bring up. Please. Adam, have you had people telling you when you go to the doctor, like we talked about this uh, not that long ago when I went to see the first time when I went to go get my mouth looked at, 
And the doctor was telling me about how, uh, because at first they said they wanted me to get my wisdom teeth pulled. I don't know if you remember that way back months and months and months ago. Yeah. But the doctor basically told me, he said literally three times, he said, uh, at your age, at your age, at your age. Yeah. Your mouth is like concrete as opposed to styrofoam, like a 16 year old. And he kept saying at your age. And it really kind of irritated me. I'm like, yeah, all right, stick it up your ass, buddy. You know what I mean? How old is the doctor? Uh, Younger than me. I don't know how old he was, but he was definitely younger than me. That's what irritated me. I was going to say, if he was older and he was saying that, would it not bother you as much? Yeah, because it wouldn't have came out in the same way. He would have looked at me in almost like a saddened look. Like, look, man, at your age, this is what starts to happen. Whereas this guy's just all upbeat hippity hoppity well you know at your age oops i just flipped off the camera sorry <laughs> we'll that. cut that out in post-production yeah um, so uh so the other day i take my son to the do- eye doctor parker uh is was was told he needs to go to the eye doctor he got himself some contacts first off good for him uh got him put in taken out he's 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 wearing he's wearing them every day He's got his contacts. Uh, 10 years old. Poor kid. That's about how I was. I think I was 12. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, so we both go. I got to get my eyes. I go to get my eyes checked at the same time. And my eye doctor passed away. So we go to this new place, uh, dearly departed, uh, two years ago. So I haven't gone to the eye doctor in two years. So we go to this new place. And uh, it's this real young girl is the eye doctor, right? So <clears throat> the first girl comes in and she does her little stuff, the, the, the older lady. And then this young girl comes in and she does the actual, she's the actual eye doctor. And she has Parker do his whole eye test. Look up there, see this, you know, is one better than two? Is two better than three? do. And she's like, look, now look at the letters you couldn't read before. Pulls it away. puts Parker's astonished. Like, oh, my God, I can see. So I go do, I'm next. I go up there, do the same thing. Well, she puts a piece of paper right in front of my face, like just below my, my chin afterwards, after I do all those. And she goes, which line can you read? And I said, I can read the very bottom line, P2L643. And she's like, oh, don't worry. 40 is the magic number. It's coming. I just read the bottom line. What, what, do you, <laughs> what, you up? what, what is up with these young, cocky doctors? I'm about sick and tired of it. I only want to go to old people doctors. From now on, every doctor has to be at least 60 years old. She looked at me after I read the smallest print, the smallest print on the page. Because she wanted to see, she's saying, I'm going to need bifocals or, or I'm going to need uh, cheaters. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the close-up scene, because I can't see far away. I can see up close, fine. She says, it's coming. You're going to need them. 40 is the magic number. You know what? She's right. No, no, my friend. I am 40 years old and I can read the very bottom line. You've got, you've got a uh, uh, little less than two months. In a, in, a, in, in a month and a half, 
all of a sudden my eyes are going to go bad. I'm not going to be able to read small print. I don't think so. Yeah. On the, on that very day, you're going to wake up (laughs) and you're going to, everything's going to be blurry. Yep. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm done with doctors in general that are younger than me. I want this old guy that goes, Oh my God, in 25 years, I've never seen anything like that. That's what I want. But you know what happens to those old doctors? <laughs> they die. Yeah. <laughs> my doctor did. Your eye doctor proved that. R.I.P. Dr. Schroer. Great guy. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the Schroers from, from Elder. Lots of lots oh. of Schroers from Elder. Yep. yep. His son, son was a big football player. And his nephew played football. And his nephew um, was a good friend of mine at St. Dominic. They're all a bunch of them were Dominic guys. Gotcha. Very nice. Um, <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Yeah. I, when did the, you get I, your I, I last? Was a young fella. He was. He was. He was fine. But he talked into the cheaters, didn't he? I went and got the cheaters before I ever went to the eye doctor ever. And then he had me. He tested everything. Gave me a prescription for glasses. I bought, you know, glasses and they're all expensive. The cheaters that I bought at Walgreens are better than the prescription glasses I've got. So I never wear the prescriptions. I always wear cheaters. Yeah. You don't need them. Anyway, these eyes are getting bad, though. My eyes are getting worse and worse and worse. Just on the close-up stuff. It's getting a little worse, I think, for, but yeah, but I mean, close-up is harder. Yeah. Close-ups harder for me. Um, yeah, yeah, you gotta start going. You gotta start going to some old doctors. I'm not. I'm. I. I, I don't think I'll ever go back to her again. My de- my dentist is pretty young too. I my but, dentist my dentist is only a year or two years younger than me. So that we're basically the same age. I feel okay with that. He actually, yeah, my dentist might be around the same age as me. Actually, I'm, yeah. I'm okay with that. Okay with that. But when you're like 30 or 26, she she seemed like she was like 24 when she walked in there. But I'm sure to be an, uh, well, I don't know, is an eye doctor, is an optometrist really a doctor? Uh, like uh, a chiropractor. She's like a chiropractor. <laughs> yep, or a dentist. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, did you really go through that much extra schooling? <laughs> Maybe I should be one of those. You got time. When I grow up, I got to, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what I'm, what I'm trying to be when I grow up. Maybe that's what I'll do. Maybe I'm going to go back to school and try to be a dentist. All right. Let's, let's both go back to school and be dentists. We'll open a practice. We can work. We can both work in there. Both work together every day. That'd be fun. Uh-huh. Yep. We'll have yeah. to change name of our our podcast of the nose the teeth bleeds pod to the to the, to the tooth infection out your yeah. face tooth infection podcast <laughs> plus coming out your face oh god i can't wait to see you in person i wish you could see the size of the hole in my face right now i wish i couldn't see it <laughs> i you know i did see it earlier and uh, yeah, it was. I thought I had a pretty good view of it. If you show it to me again, I'm going to join Paul Rubens here. 
Oh, gosh. Oh, God. No, no, no. no. Oh. Come on, it's right there. Oh, yeah. Oh! Stop! <laughs> oh. Oh, my gosh. All right, pack some gauze in that thing or something. I don't know how good of a view that was, but it's pretty gross. Yeah. It's, uh... Oh, boy. Um, Chris, I have, a, I have an idea for the Mount Rushmore for next week. I, but the more I thought about it this whole day, the more I think we might have done this one before. So I'm trying to – I don't have a backup, so i got to try to think of something quick. But have we done the Mount Rushmore of donuts? I don't think so. Maybe I did not. I first thought of it, and then as I'm thinking about the donuts in my head, I'm like, wait, did I say that already? I don't, I don't think so. I, I feel like maybe either we haven't done it or it's been long enough where we could maybe do it again. I said do it. I'm good for doing it again, even if we haven't, because I can't remember if we have. I can tell I, I know my number one off the top of my head right away. Yeah. Um yeah. So yeah, I'm good with that. I think that's good. All right. You know Me what too. I've been doing? And I, I hope my boss never hears this, but uh, when I work from home on Fridays, I've been going through a couple meetings in the morning, right? So I'm yep. all for the. And I will, uh, once I get to a good place where I'm like, I don't have any real urgent emails or anything I have to have to do immediately. And I get past those first couple of meetings, run down the street, right around the corner. I got a bakery, an old bakery. What bakery is by you? Regina. Oh, Regina Bakery. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Dude, there's so few left. I know. Because I, I used to go to, you know, we might have done this before. Maybe we just talked about bakeries or something. Because I remember talking about, because I always went to, um, uh, God, what was the bakery on Warsaw? Uh, St. Lawrence? St. Lawrence. St. Lawrence and yeah, St. Lawrence Bakery. I would stop there like two mornings every week, get donuts for whatever customer I was going to take them to the east side. I'd take them to Columbus. I'd stop there in the morning, drive all the way to Columbus with them and should tell people like the greatest donut. They're small. They're not huge, but they're the best donuts you ever have in your life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I miss the old bakery. But I do have one very close. So keep that in mind if you're ever uh, out in the morning working yeah. and you, uh, you're over kind of this way, which probably never happens. But there's just by. no lumber yards on the west side. But I'll get over to the, I'll get over there. I need to get over there for that one. I, I love Regina Bakery. Regina Bakery is a great place. Yep. Yep. So anyway, I'll uh, I'll go over there and grab a couple and head right back. It only takes me, I mean, I get there and back in less than 10 minutes. Um, oh, yeah, less than a break. You're good. Yeah, basically like taking a break. So that's uh, that's been a nice little Friday tradition I started doing a little while ago. I like that. Uh, I'm trying to find a comedy special. Yeah, while you're looking at that, 
Joe List is going to have one, another one coming out in like two oh, months, like that. Uh, Stavros Halkius, I think, has another one coming out in like December. Almost everybody, like so many people, are still are next, like their next one. People that we've watched that doesn't feel like that long ago. Yeah. Have again soon. We are in. Uh, some of these comedians talk about it all the time. We're in this like golden age of comedy. There's That's so no doubt, so many great comics. Um, it, it's just been awesome. Uh, you're gonna okay. What? What? Give me. Uh, what? What's some of your YouTube ones that are out there right now? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, I feel like somebody. Oh, uh, Ron on Hirschberg. Who's a good friend of Joe List and uh, and uh, and Mark Norman? He had one come out not too long ago, I believe, on YouTube. Um, and I have not watched that. I will tell you, uh, Jim Gaffigan has another new one out. That's yeah, on. Mean- I I know I know you you know what I watched it a few days ago because I knew you wouldn't want to watch. Good it. job. Good job. <laughs> uh let's do let's do this uh let's go with some dude i've never heard of okay zach hannon welfare in disguise on youtube the story of dracula on the last boy is he is he kind of uh does he look like kind of a tallish man maybe not tallish Uh, oh let's let's see name zach hammond he's got glasses uh i don't know if he looks tall he looks kind of dorkyish. <laughs> yeah hammond like chris hammond they used yeah. to pitch for the welfare okay. guys 2023 i feel like i'm picturing this person but i don't know if it's the right one but anyway excellent New new comedy special. It's good. It's good to, to watch people we don't know because sometimes we get great ones. Yes. As my, I love the new ones. I love new people. And sometimes they suck. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. Right on. Right on. Uh, anything else? I mean, I've, I've got a couple things, but we can always save that stuff. It's That's the thing is now that we're not doing as much sports, it's it's not as time sensitive, really. So yeah. it's always better to, to be able to talk about things that aren't time sensitive, that are kind of evergreen. So um, it's nice Wait, to do that. I think we need to tease next week because I want to do a little, I want to dive into a little more research uh, and I'm going to start tonight, but I would, I want to talk about aliens. That's one of the things I, I talked about it a little bit the other day, but yeah. I want to talk about aliens. My wife is getting, really into it with all of the congress and like because congress just decides whatever they want to just like berate people for whatever they want like they'll just be like hey uh mark mcguire and sammy sosa you did steroids you're the worst person in the entire world and like make you feel like like they're terrible people to these people and for some reason congress gets to do that whenever they decide they want to make a special commission so this one is legit though They've got they've you seen this with this dude that they're talking to? Um, is it the guy that like used to be in Congress or something and he was he has all the information and they let him kind of come out with it? 
Yeah, but he's like, well, some of the ones he's like, well, I, uh, I, I can't, I can't exactly answer that question. Yeah, yeah. they're letting yeah. him more information than they ever have. Hundred percent. They've said. He basically said people have they people have been murdered to cover up stuff. Yep. I mean, he all but said it. Isn't it funny that for the longest time when somebody would say something like that or even just say that they saw an alien, we're all like, all right, this is a kook. This guy is out of his brain. (laughs) Now it's like, uh, you know, we're the government and we're finally ready to tell you that, yes, we have recovered alien bodies and spaceships. And yeah, they said biologists or biogenics or whatever, basically something was driving the ship yeah and they recovered it and uh and now with all the video and everything that we have now like everything's recorded all over the entire world 24 7 mm-hmm. like real videos of people have are coming out now and like I, but the other thing is the ability the capability of video and of of creating things especially with ai and stuff now you can make like there are so many videos that look fake because they are fake right but so like it's it's impossible to know know what's real and what's not when those videos come out i can't remember i want to say it was in utah but i can't remember that sounds right there's a (laughs) there's a video or a 911 call of John Stock saying this, hey, it is about he saw this flash and it landed in the back of his in his backyard. There's these tall beings walking around, and uh, all of a sudden some SUVs drove up and everything was gone. So then so they they also have body cam of a police officer right down the road and multiple other people calling about it body cam of this like flash and the and his partner was like did you just see that oh my god what that was crazy and they came to that guy's house and he's like look normally i wouldn't even came here but after my partner said he saw it i had to come and i just want you to know if you see it again don't call me (laughs) that's what he said (laughs) don't call 911 (laughs) yeah yeah i did see that Crazy, crazy. So uh, I want to do a little deeper dive into aliens, and I that what I want to talk aliens next week. All right, let's do it in two weeks. But yes, yeah, next weeks. episode we'll be talking aliens. Yes, I love it. All right, so we got Zach oh. Hammond, we've got Mount Rushmore Donuts, and aliens. Oh, next week's two weeks is going to be so good. <laughs> it's going to be great. I'm excited. We'll be uh, back in the studio at that time. You'll be back from vacation, nice and rested. Yes. Um, we'll be ready to go. Ready to go. I love it. Enjoy your vacation. I definitely will, man. I will. Long- it's we've never been on vacation, just the five of us. Oh. So this will be different. This is definitely gonna be different. Very nice. What made you what made you pick Panama City? Uh, I have uh, points with hotels, and they have a resort 
kind of a thing there with like three pools and a water park and stuff. And we go to the, we go to that area all the time on the, what is that called? The Gulf coast. I love the Gulf coast, white beaches. You can, you can see in the water down to your feet when you're in waist deep water. So that makes it a little bit nicer. Is that those are beaches that only white people are allowed on? Because that's a little outdated. I, I feel like that's not really appropriate anymore. Oh, um, I, yeah. I mean, that's the way I roll, though. I'm not going what? to a, a Mexican on it. I mean, come on, man. That's, you go to, to whites only beaches? Look at a dirty sand beach. I go to white sand beach. Just <laughs> kidding. Just a joke. No problem. Whatever, whoever's at the beach with me. No, white sand, it's a little hotter. The sand's a little hotter. Oh. Uh, yeah. Like you were in Hilton Head. Right? Huh? The water is clearer there, though, right? Yeah. Water's much clearer. Sand is hotter, but it's white and it's more fluffy. Like when you're in Hilton Head, like on that, on that Atlantic coast, dude, it is so, it's just brown and gray or whatever and flat and, and hard. Like it's... Yeah, this is it's. I love I love going to the going to the Gulf Coast. I don't think I've ever been, but yeah, very nice. Jackson, Pensacola, Panama. Uh, 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 what's the uh, floor? What's that? Alabama down there. What's that called? Uh, Gulf Shores. Uh-huh. Alabama. Uh, none of those. Never been to any of those. No. You stay as far away from the beach as you can. Yeah, of course. <laughs> So that's why we went there. I have points and there's a place down there that we can go for free. Oh, good call. Can't be free. Yep. That's the whole reason. <laughs> Driving, right? Uh, yes. So I'll pay for gas. But, man, driving that long is just so tough. But people do it all the time. I, I you know, I continue to say I'm done. I don't want to do it anymore. But I think we're going to leave at like one o'clock in the morning. Uh, the kids will sleep through more than half of the trip. And, uh, and, and we'll get there around one, two, three o'clock. It's supposed to be like a 12 hour drive, but with three kids, it never really is. You got to make some stops. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, so I'll probably take an uh, when I get home from work on Friday, I'll take me, I'll go to sleep right there, take a little nap, uh, get up around nine, give me a shower, probably cut out of there around one o'clock. Very nice. Yep, there you go. Uh, and then for a good portion of that drive, uh, not a ton of traffic either. So that's good. Well, that's the goal. That's the goal. Hopefully, hopefully through the night, it won't be bad. Uh, and then, you know, then she can drive. <clears throat> I don't like, I'm not a big fan of not driving. Like I have to be the driver, but like when I get really, really tired here lately, I'll be like, all right, you're in. But then I don't get any sleep anyway, because you're yeah. cramped in a seat. And, and it's, she usually drives like the last hour and a half, which is all of the stop and go traffic when you're down at the beach area. Yep. So like every time she touches the brake, I jump and I get freaked out. So 
I'm not the best. I'm not the best. I'm a back. I'm a terrible backseat driver. <laughs> All right. So good luck to, uh, to Aaron and, uh, and good luck to you and, and enjoy, enjoy, relax and, and do your beach stuff. Absolutely. Will. it'll be a good time, bro. Appreciate yeah. it. And, uh, yeah. See you in two weeks. Till right then, don't forget your headlights on. <laughs>